We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome in another edition of the Good Men and Hummel podcast. And uh, Robbie is back home uh, with a little Scotty Pippen and uh, and Robbie Hummel uh, jerseys <laughs> behind him. Who's not um, like the other? Yeah, just exactly. You could guard just like Scotty. You know, same deal. similar players, similar very players. similar, very very similar. Players. Hey, I, we do need to go into, uh, and I do have proof what we talked about. The All right, let's jump first. Test. Let, let's first tell everybody about uh, home field apparel before we get started, and then we cool. can we can get into your vertical or lack thereof after that. But let's first tell everybody home field apparel, uh, new sponsor, uh, unbelievable company. Uh, they've got premium collegiate apparel. They're out of Indianapolis, uh, comfortable. Robbie, they've got my favorite thing is this vintage Purdue T-shirt that, that I knew you'd get love you that. Wearing. Uh, hey. Give me one, and I'll be rocking. I'll rock I mean, if, it for the next podcast. If if I lose a bet, if you can actually jump higher than me re- with your vertical, I will wear the vintage Purdue. I, I look forward to the Jeff Goodman, Robbie Hummel decathlon <laughs> we're going to have, where I just kick the shit out of you. Listen, I, every every event, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like like I Carl can take Lewis. You in ping pong, ping pong. I can take you. My dad played you know collegiate tennis, so I right. played in high school. But we'll see. We'll get out there. We'll play some tennis. We'll play some tennis anyway. Uh, home field, unbelievable logos, mask, everything on their, their t-shirts, sweatshirts, you name it. Uh, so again, you know, my, my favorite thing right now, the Grand Valley state gear. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm going to try to mix it up a little bit. They've got everything. That's all my I'm brother, saying. They've my brother played everything. football at Grand Valley state. So I, I'm, I'm glad you're showing the Hummels love here. Uh, they got, you name it. They got it. Uh, the big boys, the little guys. Um, they're adding schools all the time. So if you don't see yours, uh, tweet at them and let them know at home field apparel, uh, with no E. All right. Home field apparel, no E at the end. Uh, remember you get 20% off the first purchase with field of 68. So again, field of 68 at checkout. If you go to homefieldapparel.com. Uh, so great, great company, uh, perfect fit for us for a sponsorship and, uh, Listen, now I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. I want to see it. Before we get on to some serious topics, I, I want to see if you have improved that 21-inch vertical. All right, so 
Great news. Great news. I improved. Breaking. Breaking news. Breaking news. I went up, which was great. Which was great. Yeah. Now I saw the video after they, they taped a couple. I've got them on my phone. I will say I was a little disappointed what it looked like when I saw it on tape. <laughs> but I have gone up an inch and a half on my standing vert. So I went from 21 to 22 and a half. Now that's not like great, but the good news about this is we did like a max vert where you could like gather. Yeah. I touched 11 feet. I was 28 inches. So like I might what's not your, be going what, off vert dunking on people, but 11 what's your feet standing 11 reach? Feet. What's your standing reach? Eight foot nine. Eight nine. And you're, you're, you're six eight. Yeah. Six eight. Six eight. Six eight All and right. a half. So your wingspan? My wingspan's like six eight and a half. Like I, I'm not blessed. Like like Etwan Moore was like six four seven one wingspan, right? He gets rebounds over the top. Of you. You're like, how did this dude get that ball? And a lot of dudes in the NBA are like that. That was not me. I uh, I was depending on like other factors, like blocking out, yes, yes, yes. playing hard, try to be uh, cerebral. Yes, yeah, you use to. your brain more than right. your legs. That's what. Well, it is, so. congratulations. Thank you. Twenty one to twenty two and a half. Hey. I don't know how you slept that night, but you know. I mean. I was just happy that there was any improvement, to be honest with you. So I I think that, you know, by the time we get to the Olympics, I'll keep going up. The thing that's crazy is I looked up my NBA combine numbers. They're really not that far off. Like, what was, I your, think I what was, was your vertical? I was like 27 or 28 standing and like 31 or 32 max. So it's not like – I mean, that was post two ACLs right. and a broken back. Like, so – I, I wish thought I would you'd have be further him. now. You know, you're in good shape. You've been working yeah. out hard. I mean, th- this this is showing your age a little bit, I think. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it is. I think this I, is showing also you're fine three on three. I'm, I'm five not on out five, there. It might be over. Yeah, I'm not out there to be athletic. or <laughs> And every once in a while, I'll get a dunk or something like that. I'm out there to, to make shots and play off close. There was one in the NBA, Rob. There was one dunk in the we NBA. We could honestly put together a dunk montage. It's not <laughs> terrible. Like, I know that you're going to hate on this, but if we went from college and NBA and throw in some European clips too, like, I would have some decent dunks. All right. All right. I, I haven't dunked since. You've never dunked. I have dunked. No, no, I, I did. I dunked back when I was in high school. I could dunk. Well, college, early college. You have early footage? College. I don't believe no. it. There's no footage. I'm telling you. I can hit rim now. How old are you? 49. That's If you can touch the rim, that's Barely. like, that's like Barely. some Dr. Like, J shit. Like, I think I could, like, graze the rim now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling great these days, okay? I'm, I'm But 49, I'm like six two and a half, maybe. That would be, honestly, if that's okay. true, I would yeah. be impressed. But yeah. I don't know if I believe that. I, I will next time when, when we see right. each other, uh, I, I think I'll be able to, as long as I can get rid of this plantar fasciitis, <laughs> which is, well, how'd, how'd you get that? I jumped so high. I mean, I, oh do you God. even wonder, do you even I, wonder how I got it? It's hard to get plantar fasciitis when you don't play any sports. Is my Me point. and Goran Dragic. <laughs> similar, similar, Sim- like that, like back there. Similar. Pretty much same yeah. thing, right? Same thing. All right, let, let, let's move on to this. Plenty to get to. I mean, we're going to do a season preview. We're going to kind of, and we will. We'll talk about some of these things. Uh, Our biggest storylines, our all-American teams, uh, our most underrated, overrated teams. We will get to those. But we have some news that just broke. We're taping this. We're recording it Sunday night. And uh, just prior to this, Auburn puts out some big news, Rob. 
They are self-imposing a one-year postseason ban for this season. Yeah. Um, they're doing it in the midst of the federal investigation, which feels like it started uh, back when you're still playing at Purdue. It feels like it's over. I right? mean, like at this point, like you never hear about it. No, nope. it's nope. just so like a thing of the past. So they're self-imposing, and I basically said it's a bunch of bullshit. Like, well, I get here, I get that the NCAA is taking forever. I do understand that component to it. And the Auburns, the Arizonas, the Kansases, everybody's frustrated because they want it behind them. They're in, they're in limbo, right? Right. And, and it's killing them in recruiting. Although, let's face it, it hasn't hurt Auburn all that much in recruiting. It certainly hasn't hurt USC uh, or Arizona early on when they got Nico Mannion and Josh Green. It's caught up with them a little bit. But I think most of these schools want it behind them. But here's my take on Auburn. Bruce Pearl's smart. He yeah. knows this, this team. Look at who he lost. Right. There you go. This team is not an NCAA tournament team. Okay? It's not. Um, I don't even know if Sharif Cooper, their, their freshman. The point guard. It's yeah. cleared. Right. I'm not sure he's cleared yet, Rob. So you add in all the new bodies, everything they've lost in the last two years. Um, they're so young. I don't. They don't have a starter back from last year. So why wouldn't you self-impose? But to me, Rob, if I'm the NCAA, I'm saying F you. Yeah. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking I, it. We're going to hit you with whatever we want to hit you. And th- you took that year. And by the way, like, I, I get it. Take the year now if you're, if you're Auburn. But is that fair to do to these kids that have been through a ton right now with a pandemic? That, that's a good point. I want to start with think about who they lost. Isaac Okoro, yep. Samir Dowdy. Austin Wiley, Anthony McElmore, Daniel Purifoy. <laughs> that's the whole freaking team. That, that's yes. like the whole core of the roster to play last year. It's everything. So it's everything. you add a good recruiting class. You got the number nine class in the country coming in. They're young. You talked about Sharif Cooper and, and how he, he might not be able to play. He's not cleared. Right. This is the perfect time. <laughs> if you're Take like it. the most perfect yes. time that you would be like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to really do the right thing here and we're going to, have this postseason ban yep. in a year where we might not even get to Wednesday. Like that's still kind of up in the air with COVID. Um, who now, knows? I have oh. heard Rob. The one thing I've heard is if there's, if there's no NCAA tournament, it doesn't count. You right. can't. And, and that's, that's fine. But who knows? This season could be, we could play for two weeks and then play sit for a month games. and then play yeah. again. Like yeah. who knows? Like yes. it is the, it's going to be the weirdest season of all time. So you have that factor. You have the fact that you lose all these guys. Yep. And I think to put it like, mildly at best they were a bubble team 100%. so it's like if there was ever a year for a coach to be like man if we're gonna take a postseason ban gotcha. and get this out of the way get these guys seasoned it would be this year 100%. And i think that's what anybody who knows their roster is going to look at this and say this is done purely to get it out of the way in a year when they really don't think they can be good here's how you can sell it to rob they don't have a senior in the roster and everybody, everybody gets everybody red shirts. Everybody, everybody gets you're back anyway. Yeah, right. everybody gets the experience of playing, and right. then they come back and no lose no eligibility, yep. no harm, no foul of not making the NCAA tournament, and now we're good to go. Yep. So that's how they could probably sell it, right? The easiest way to sell it is to these kids of, hey, listen, here's the deal. We're going to take it now. We don't know what the season's going to look like anyway. We don't know if we're going to be an NCAA tournament team. How many? Plus, you know, Devin Cambridge. You're gonna you're a sophomore this year. Well, you're still gonna have three years left to make the NCAA tournament, right. and we're gonna be better. We're gonna be yeah. better next year. So, I, I get it. I, I just again, I don't like this whole thing of of self imposing. Um, 
although I understand their frustration of waiting. What, what, is, what is the NCAA's policy on self-imposing? Like you're doing it in order to take lesser a lesser penalty when you're the hoping. Time comes? I don't think there's a policy. I just think it's these. But that's how it's traditionally. It. That's how it's traditionally worked. We self-impose. So Louisville did it. Down. Louisville did it through the whole Katrina Powell. Remember the stripper deal? Yeah. They took. How could you forget. Yeah. How could you forget? That's right. How could you forget? Um, they took it and they took the year. Remember when Damian Lee and Trey Lewis were both grad transfers? Damian Lee came in from Drexel. They were really good at that point. They were like on target to be like a four or five seed. And they hit them in February. So they were going to be a tournament team. They were going to be a pretty good team. I don't know if they're going to be a, a, a Final Four type team, but they hit them in February, I believe, early February. Um, they hit them with, with a self-imposed postseason ban. And then I think the NCAA later came out and make, made them take down the banner from from the team that won it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made him take like down Gorgie the Like Gorgie and Russ Smith and those Correct. guys. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So could they hit him with more? Yeah, and they probably will. But ultimately, this is what I would do too if I were Auburn to be honest. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's probably well, I'm killing it, but I'm saying it's a smart move. And Bruce Pearl is smart and figures out, you know what? We'll take it this year. Let's hope that 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 this is all we get and we can move on after this. Yeah. And 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 we can tell all these recruits we hit ourselves with a one-year postseason ban and now maybe we can continue to recruit at a high level. It's over and now we can go. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it is smart, but it also feels like obvious, right? Doesn't it feel like painfully obvious? That's Why wouldn't Arizona point? do it, Rob? Why I'm wouldn't my alma mater? If I'm Arizona and Sean Miller, I got seven international guys on my team. They're young. My best player is James Akinjo, who's came over from Georgetown. I, I do the same thing. I guess the only downside is, is that you, if you self-impose, yep. you're sort of admitting guilt. And some Completely. of those programs have said, we've done nothing wrong. Now, I guess you can also always be like, well, it was my assistant. I didn't know. That's total BS. They know they're getting hit, Rob. They know because they've already gotten the notice of allegations, all these schools. So they know the level one violations are going to turn into, and they saw what happened with Oklahoma State, right? Oklahoma State got a one-year postseason ban for something That's a different staff. That's not even the same people that were there. Like, so when you see that, that has to scare the hell out of these guys. But to me, like, if you're – if you're taking the, the postseason ban, you're saying in a way, well, we did something wrong. And like Sean Miller has been adamant that he hasn't done anything wrong. That so he I guess hasn't. That he right. hasn't. But, but I'm saying to me, like it, it falls to the lack of institutional control. Yeah. You are in charge. And I find it so hard to believe from being around college coaches for the last, you know, 14 years of my life that any head coach doesn't know what his assistants or players are doing. It was when I was in college. It was like if you went out, it felt like Matt Painter knew. All right, some other news broke too, Rob. And uh, the other news was Scott Drew earlier tonight. Uh, you know the Drew family about as well as anybody. Yeah. Um, announced that he he's got COVID, and I talked to him, and uh, he is not going to coach at Mohegan Sun this week. He's probably going to be out for the game at Seton Hall. Hopes to be back for their games uh, in Indianapolis. Um, they play a couple big time games there. Uh, including Gonzaga, but he said he he probably uh, got it from his kids, one of his kids, because uh, they've tested positive. Yeah, um, he's got three kids, I think sixteen, twelve, and ten, or something like that. And um, the good news is his players do not 
none of the players have it. So as of now, Baylor's going to Mohegan Sun. Uh, by the time this comes out, I have no idea if we're going to have a Mohegan Sun. I, I really don't. I mean, I could see Arizona State or Villanova bailing. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I'm supposed to go Tuesday. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, we had Florida. Florida bailed out of it. They tested positive this morning. Um, so they're out. They're not going to play Virginia. I don't know if that means Virginia's not going to play. We have no idea. And, and this thing, uh, you know the two words I like to use with this thing. And it, it's it's appropriate. I mean, people get on me about it, that I'm, I'm Mr. Negativity on Twitter. <laughs> but it, it is a shit show. And, and the yeah. shit show is only getting worse because – we have 35 teams currently right now in quarantine, Rob, either beginning and whatever it is. And most of these schools are testing once a week right now, the low majors and the mids. They have to test three times a week starting next week, which means they can't manipulate the, the contact tracing as well. Like if you test once a week, the two days before you get tested, you can go non-contact. Yeah. Well, now you're testing three times a week during the season. It, it just – it's much more difficult to be able to manipulate. And the biggest issue, according to Scott Drew and all these other guys that I talked to, is the contact tracing right now where uh, you're shut down for 14 days if a player tests positive. Well, there's a lot of schools and conferences that if this Baylor situation happened, they'd be shut down regardless. Yeah. So because of the Big 12, they can go. I immediately thought of this weekend's football game with Clemson and Florida State, where Florida State refused to play. And that might not have been more – I mean, I'm sure part of it is always like they could infect our team and we'll have to yeah. shut down. Florida State also might have not wanted to get killed by 65 in football. I don't think that's going to be the reason why a Villanova or Arizona State sits out. It would be more on the health reason. Yeah. They're like, worried. They'd be I mean, worried about, hey, well, if we get this now, we got to shut down for two. They are, Rob. I, I've talked to somebody from one of those programs, and they are worried because they're like, well, if Scott Drew got it, how do we know the their, their players aren't going to come down with it in a couple of days? They may right. test. They could totally be today. now, and they could right. be they oh, could right. have COVID, and yep. they could be spreading it in a week, which is when the Mohegan Sun is. So, yep. yeah, it's boy. I, I just think when you look back, and part of it's money. You're going to look at the bubbling situation. You're going to say, if we really wanted to do this, this was the only way. Yeah, this is the only like because every everyone that hasn't bubbled has seen this at some level. So whether it's, you know, Major League Baseball, I think it was Justin Turner getting a positive test in the World Series game, the last game of the season, or, you know, it was always a possibility. This isn't surprising. Um, if you weren't willing to commit financially to bubbling, we knew this would be a part of it. Now, I don't think we knew that this surge was going to be coming where all of a sudden you've, you've got some real, real issues here, but it's, uh, get ready to see more of this because this is, this is what we are dealing with for the next, if we get there, you know, six months of the season. My, my suggestion, and again, a lot of people say, well, what's the difference, non-conference or conference? What I would have done is, even with the high majors, and I know they're taking uh, charter flights, a lot of them, I would have done what the, the lows and mids are doing, and I would have played back-to-back games against the same team at mm-hmm. the same venue. It, it cuts down on cost. It cuts down on, on, on the number of issues that could arise. You at least, all you got to do is take, and, and I would have gotten rid of the non-conference just because you're not dealing with apples and apples. With protocol, teams are flying. There's no reason anybody had to fly. There's just right. no reason. You know, Purdue, you guys could have played 
IPFW, IUPUI, you know, Ohio U. You, you could drive to all those schools, get up that morning, drive there, come back. You save money, number one, which could save jobs for people. Yep. Number two, again, you're not getting on a plane. A lot of these schools have to take – they're not taking charters. They're taking connecting flights to get places. All you're doing – I just went to Chicago, Rob, last week. And, like, the numbers are crazy there. And I did a good job on the, on the flight. There was nobody in my row. There was nobody within a couple rows. But you're still – there's certain you're, you're things still, you're – You're still in a tube. <laughs> like, yes. you know, it's just right. – it's- unnerving yeah honestly purdue could have played a non-conference not leaving the state of indiana you get to evansville ball state valpo ipfw iupy and yep. you're almost here with 20 you're games there. You, who cares there. you play five non-conference who like yeah, they right. should have just cut down and again i feel like this was the problem the problem is the ncaa um wants to leave everything up to the conferences and the schools instead of saying this is what we're going to do for the regular season. Yes, we run the NCAA tournament. I feel like all they care about is the NCAA tournament. And, and like, if we don't have a regular season, who cares? We'll invite 68 teams and we'll still make our, you know, $850 million, um, you know, from, from the TV deal. Yeah. Now it's, it's mind boggling that we're here because it's not like the, like with other sports, it COVID just happened. You know, like there was no preparing. Right. You've had time now. Yes. But like you said, like the lack of oversight, the lack of Foresight. unifying the entire, you know, country of, of saying, I don't care if you're the MAC, the MEAC, the, the Big Ten, the ACC, the SEC, this is how you do it. And this is how you're going to play. And this is how we're going to get through this. But that would require leadership. Yep. And that's yep. something that we haven't had. We do not so have- I, it's not surprising, but it is disappointing because this could totally be avoided. You know, surge or no surge, if you had really made a plan and really thought about it. And, and also, like, this is something that we talked about with Ted Valentine, but the, the officials as well. Nobody's you, you guys that they, they should be potted, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They should be roughing in their locations and there should be a group of four guys that go, but that, that's not happening either. So Thanksgiving and Black Friday may look a little different this year, but there's still a lot to be thankful for like being able to find the right people for your team when the holiday rush has you ramping up your small business needs. So when you're ready to make the next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so you can find the right person for your business and fast. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 706 million members worldwide. Getting started is easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions, and they'll quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined onto one simple screen. Now you can do this all from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash good. Again, that's linkedin.com slash good to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. The stress of daily life weighs on all of us. Whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why I use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension 
using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now, as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's because the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet you'll wonder if it's even on while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. You have no idea what you're missing. The Theragun is a must-have for everyone. Get the ultimate tool for ideal relaxation today. Give your body the break it needs. Try Theragun for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet power you need, starting only at $199. Go to theragun.com slash good right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash good. Theragun.com slash good. It is not. It is not. And I'm like I said, I'm just worried that that we're going to be at 30. We're 35 now that are shut down. And that 35 is going to grow to 75 in two weeks. And if 75 can't play, well, they're supposed to play for 75 other teams, which means we've got 150 teams that can't play out of 300. Well, I'll ask you this. Can teams that are canceled on start scheduling other teams like and they will it just be a, it'll be a scheduling yes. it'll be hilarious to watch the tv schedules come out um because even I, now i wish i wish i had games. set up something rob you and i should have set up like a master uh and i'm too dumb to be able to do it technologically but imagine if we had set up something where where and there should somebody should be able to do this even now i bet you somebody could do this in a night to have a master schedule kevin powgett is something like this at michigan state but I don't think it's exact. What they should have is every schedule in there, every change that's made, and you could do a search within 100 miles of of, of you proximity-wise, who else has that date or those dates open, and you can Who's just open and who needs halfway. a game. Yeah. Right. right. No, you would think. It wouldn't be hard. <laughs> it would I'm not telling be hard. You. Like somebody – any, like, any computer skills. Yes, yes which, <laughs> which I have none and you which have. Which you know and I don't. Limited. So. Yes. Give that idea to somebody else. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. All right, let, let's pretend. Can we pretend for 20 minutes that everything is good, that we're going to have a season, we're not worried about it at all, all right? So, like, even when we start with with kind of biggest storylines here of college basketball, you cannot use COVID, okay? You cannot use COVID as, as nothing COVID-related when we talk about biggest storylines um what do you think is is your biggest storyline for this season i think looking at the big picture of college basketball is like there's there's not blue bloods at the top but there's new blood at the top you know gonzaga is becoming sort of they're not traditionally a blue blood they're in my opinion they're becoming a blue blood type program where every year they reload they're in the top five like they're winning like a blue blood but they're not a traditional one you got them at one you have baylor at two you've got iowa at five like we're used to seeing Carolina, Duke, Kentucky. Like Duke, Duke is nine. Kentucky is ten in the AP poll. So, to me, like that's a that's a huge storyline coming into this season of yeah. seeing some different people actually at the top, and I, I really think that's exciting because Duke and Kentucky are still going to be good, but it is it is kind of refreshing to see some different names up there. Yeah, I think it's experience, and I, and totally. I think we've seen it for years totally. now, right? We've seen it whether it's Villanova winning two, North Carolina winning one. Uh, experience is going to matter even more this year um, because of the, the the lost summer. So those teams that bring back everybody that already have their chemistry, that their kids already know their way around campus, 
they're, they're, they're not worried as much about their classes and, and other things, the little things, um, even adjusting to college, right. As freshmen this year is not easy. I, I think you're right. I mean, the, the teams like Baylor, like Villanova, like Gonzaga, like Iowa, those are my top four. Um, and by the way, I, I, I've switched gears on my national title winner. Who are you going with? I'm going with Gonzaga. Yeah. Like, I, I really think Gonzaga is the best team, and and I think they've got everything. I think they've got everything you need. Uh, point guard play, Jalen Suggs is absolutely terrific as a freshman. He's the highest-rated guy they've ever gotten. He's a scoring point guard who can really get it done. Um Ayayi has been really good and, and took a jump and, you know, he can play both, back, you know, both backcourt spots. Kispert is a big, strong shooter who's a senior. I love Drew Timmy, one of my favorite players in the country. Big, strong, hardworking, big, um, you know, and they got, they got, you know, other guys. I mean, Andrew Nemhard might be eligible. Who knows? That would Transfer be from Florida. I mean, you would just have so much talent in the backcourt right. if he can play. Yeah, yeah, and like Anton Watson didn't play last year. He was hurt, and he's supposedly been a beast this offseason. So they've got bigs, like different types of bigs. They've got point guards. They've got wings. They've got experience. They've got youth. They've got talent. They can play different ways. And they got yeah, a hell of a coach. Mentioned, you've been, yeah, that's the. I mean, that might be the, one of the most important things. They've got yeah. one of the best coaches in the country, and Mark yeah. Few, who works well right now. I, I think with everything going on in this country and the world, Mark Few is like perfect because he's yeah. he's kind of like this. Who uh, who are you taking to win it all? I'm gonna go. I mean, I like the Gonzaga pick. I, I think it's good. I'm gonna go Baylor. Wow. I, wow. I really, I'm really impressed with Scott Drew as a coach the last two years. And it's interesting because, you know, like we played them in the NCAA tournament my freshman year. So that would have been 07, 08. Okay. And he totally known as only a recruiter. And look at their team. Like, I mean, Tweedy Carter, um, was Darius Dunn. Like they had Curtis Gerald's, like McDonald's All Americans, like studs. So you have that. And then. Tell us what happened in that game, Rob. Well, it's funny because all the media people like you were like, Purdue can't handle Baylor's pace. And yes. like, and we killed them. them. We you beat the hell of them. Yeah. Pain, Coach Didn't Painter you beat him by 30? Didn't you score like 100 something? Yeah, or something? We, we scored like 90 points and, yeah. and we got them. Coach, this is funny. Coach Painter told me in film the day after that I had the worst defensive possession that he had ever seen in his life. And it was because Baylor went small. And I had to guard this there is done. I've been guarding like, you know, think about this is before like the stretch four was kind of like a thing. Like I will say coach painter was early an early adapter to that. Cause he was playing me at the four and I was a guard in high school and it, it was hard for me. Cause I'm guarding guys like, like Marcus Landry and like these big, H. big Goran Suton. Like you got to hold your own inside, but you're not chasing these dudes. All of a sudden they're putting this Darius down at the four and they're running them off screens on the baseline. You're tired. I, I got tired and I got lost and I tried to shoot the gap. Well, he had turned and he was going somewhere else. He's going out the left side. I'm coming out the right. I'm on the wrong side of the floor. And like in film, they no were way. killing me for it. I was on the wrong side of the court. So that, that was, that was, a t but, but still like, so to my point, you've got this recruiter and Scott Drew. Yep. 
And then you watch the last couple years, it hasn't been as many super talented. I mean, they, they still have some talent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's developed players. He was known as a zone coach last year. They, it's like, no, we're going to play man to man because our personnel fits it. And they were locking people. So I, I do think that Scott Drew deserves a lot of credit for, you know, he comes from a family, like you said, of, of you know, Homer Drew's dad, you know, Bryce's brother. It's a basketball deal. But I just think that, that he doesn't get the credit that he deserves when you talk about a good coach. Cause you think of, you know, the McDonald's all American years and, and he has had plenty of those as well. Rob, they killed, we too. all killed him. Everybody yeah. said he couldn't coach. Early on, I, I think Baylor. he's a really good coach. And, and even like when he was zoning, that yeah. amoeba zone would give teams fits. Well, they so much like, like they, they really guard you. And I, I've, I've enjoyed watching his teams play over the last couple of years. I, I really think that that program is, is certainly one to watch because of who's coming in, but who they have right now is they're an elite team. You know, they, they only, they lose Freddie Gillespie. And that's, that's a, certainly a, a loss. Tristan he was Clark retired, but he wasn't. Tristan right. Clark, right? He, he was right. just a piece. No, totally. you know. Um, it, listen, the the one that we didn't pick that a lot of other people are going to pick is Villanova. I mean, they've won two national titles here in the last five years. They could easily win another one here. Um, talk about veterans. They've got them. They've got bigs. You know, Colin Gillespie's gotten better as a as a point guard. They lost Sadiq Bay. I, I think Jeremiah Robinson Earl is going to have a, a freaking monster year. He's a stud. Average double double almost last year. He he's going to be he could be Big East Player of the Year. Yep. It would not surprise me if, if he was Big East Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, for a big to be, I mean, you know, Villanova's got to get him the ball, which they will, and he can he can stretch it. I mean, he's big and he's smooth. He's not the greatest athlete, but man, he's skilled. The biggest thing with him is just kind of his toughness. Probably got to get a little bit tougher. Right. Um, all right, what other storylines are we uh, are we looking at? I, I'm looking at this is kind of like a free agency preview because waivers are for everybody. So this might be kind of what's coming, which yeah. could be t- probably to me. I don't love it. I, I hate that you can just yeah. have some adversity and be like, I'm out and, and, and have no repercussion because we are going to, well, there's going to be poaching. <laughs> there's going to be guys leaving for stupid reasons. Like, sure. because I, I do think that if you ask kids that play in college when they've matured and they've moved on a couple of years, most of the time when they've gone through some struggle, they look back and they're, and as long as they've, you know, gotten through it, gotten through it, yeah. it's, it's for the better, yeah. you know, it yeah. is for the best. So I think that this could be really not great for our sport, but at the same time, it's, there's a lot of new faces that, you know, in different places. So I, I think to me, that's a big storyline this year. I'm going to go with, um, the NCAA and whether they hit any of these schools during the season, Kansas, particularly, I think Kansas is a final four contender. Uh, I have, we'll go through our, our all Americans here in a little bit. I have Marcus Garrett on my all first team, which I know you're shaking your head like a little bit crazy, but, no, but my, I don't think it's crazy. I, I think he's, I think he could, as long, I've got him on my second team. Yeah. I think he's the best role player in the country. So I, you know, I, I just, Aggressive. You know what I feel like? Here's my problem. Here's my problem with people doing All-American teams. Nobody values defense. Nobody will put a guy on a first team because he's an elite defender. Well, defense is half the damn game, right? Yeah. It's half the game. And and he's pretty good offensively. He's not going to put up 15, 18 points. But he's going to average 12 or 13, probably six assists, 
and be the best and damn four defensive. Five, and four or five rebounds too. Right. He'll stop the statute. That's for sure. I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I say it every year and I, I, I don't do it, which is really reward defense. And hey, there's a reason Big Doke was picked 27 yeah. in the draft Very last cool. week. It's because of defense, right? Yeah, I mean, it, totally. So anyway, I, I think Kansas, what happens with them? What happens with Arizona? We, we talked about Auburn off the, off the top here. USC is another team. They've got Evan Mobley, uh, the second ranked freshman in the country. Do these schools get hit during the year or does the NCAA say, Hey, you know what? We're not touching any of these teams during the year because of the pandemic. We're going to wait. We're not going to do it. We're going to wait till the end of the year and then we'll, we'll hit everybody in one swoop. And I think with most organizations, you'd be able to predict that. But with this, you might as well get a roulette wheel out. Yeah, and, no doubt. And literally no doubt. spin it, and yep. that's what the outcome will be. I think, Rob, a mid-major. Could a mid-major win this whole damn thing? I, I think a mid-major or somebody out of the realm is going to get to the Final Four for sure. We've seen I mean, that. Who, who are you thinking? Like Richmond? Um, no, Rich, Richmond's problem is they what, lost what mid major program are you looking at that they could? I, I disagree. I, I don't look at any of those teams. I just think this year it's going to be built on timing, Rob. Like, again, I, I know we didn't want to get into the, the COVID part of it, but I think you have to when you're talking about um, who's going to advance, whatnot. Like, you're going to have teams play their way out of the NCAA tournament because of, of being shut down twice maybe for 14 day stints, you're going to talk about a team playing another team in the NCAA tournament when they've come back maybe a week earlier from a 14 day layoff, right. And, and a two fifteen, right. You're, you're playing a, a team that just came back and a 15 seed has been playing for the last two months and, and they're feeling good. And they're, they got everybody healthy where that other team, Again, some of these quarantines, Rob, these kids can't leave their rooms right now. Now, right. I think it'll change by then. I, yeah. I hope it'll change where, again, if you test every day, you can you can test your way out of that 14-day quarantine. That, that's a valid point on the how the, the year is going to be. But I don't – when you look at talent-wise, there's not what? like a date in this year where you're looking at it and it's like, man. Northern they're... Iowa. Northern Iowa could be damn good, Rob. Yeah, with AJ Green, Austin P could be damn good. UNC Greensboro with Isaiah Miller could be. I, I'm not. I just don't think the gap is as big as it's it's been anyway. And then you throw in all the the factors that might come into play this season. I, I don't know. I just think. Listen, I, I know it didn't happen in the NBA, right? I mean, we had the Lakers win it all. We had the, the Dodgers right. win it all in baseball. Yeah. We we've had. But I think college is just going to be different. I do. I just think you're going to have more shutdowns. You're going to have more guys maybe opt out after a shutdown. Yeah, you know, that's like, true. I, I don't think we even thought about that. We haven't talked about it. That's think about sure. a kid. Think about if a kid plays his ass off for the first 10 games, and then you have a 14-day shutdown. Do I mean, literally, this is like college. This is what college football deals with the, with the bowl stuff. Right. Where we're just right. going to have guys ball out for for two months and then say, "I'm I'm done. What I need to do, I'm gone." That's I mean, that's a good point. I have not could thought. happen. <laughs> I mean, it, realistically, the kid probably won't make that decision, but the people around him, the agents, telling him to do it and telling yeah. his parents, "Hey, you know what? You're the number five pick. You moved up. What do you do? No, no, no. Don't come back. Right. 
Right. Be done. That, that's that's definitely happening. It will happen with 100%, somebody. Hundred percent. That will right. that will happen. Right. A hundred percent. Um. All right. Let's go through uh, a little bit. Overrated. Overrated. Who is the most overrated team when you're looking at either my poll or or the AP poll or whatever or somebody you're I, hearing? I'm going with Wisconsin. Yeah, you 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 hate the Badgers. No, I, I don't. I I think they're a good team. You're killing I, them though. I I know. I and I think Greg Gard's a good coach. I think his staff is really good. They have good players, but like, I'm still surprised they won the Big Ten. <laughs> I'm still shocked. You and me both. Won. You and me both. And I I saw them. You know, I had them. Let's see. I had them against at Purdue. They were abysmal. They, they they got ran off the floor by a Purdue team that was not making the NCAA tournament. They, I saw, I watched them play in Brooklyn when they were just awful, and they they couldn't make shots on the road. You know, I'm just, I'm not saying they're not a top twenty five team. I just don't know. Looking at their personnel, if they are the number seven team in the country, and okay. maybe they'll prove me wrong. They very well could because they are experienced and they return everybody. But I, it's going to be interesting to see how Greg Gard uses. Micah Potter and Nate Reavers together because last year they oh. didn't really play all that much together and it was it was a hot topic with with Badger fans they're gonna have to figure that out but what I will say is Micah Potter I believe fifth year uh Demetri Trice they are experienced year. yeah Ford right. fifth year Reavers Davison fourth year but like I'm just I think when you look at them and you compare them talent wise to like Gonzaga Six oh, spots separate them. That's yeah, not even they're not in the ballpark, right. you know, like or, or Baylor or Villanova. Like, I, I just think that there's yeah. a I, I look at the Big Ten and I look look at Illinois. To me, Illinois has the makings of, of making a run to the final four. Totally. Um, Iowa defensively, you just wonder because they've been so bad. They've been getting better, but they're still so bad um, compared yeah, to what they can win at all. Win. No, no, no. I, but they do have the, the best big in the country. Yep, but I I know I sound like I'm dogging Wisconsin, but I I just think from a talent perspective they look a little different than the other teams up there. I agree. I agree with that. I, I would the one that I think everybody's overrating a little bit is Michigan. They're not even ranked in the top twenty-five. I think they are, aren't they? Are they like are they twenty-fifth? I don't know. I, I feel <laughs> like they're they're around there. I feel like they're around there. I, I think you know Sean D. Brown to me is a big addition to that. Huge, team. huge, huge. Like, but what do they, I mean, Franz Wagner has got to be great. He's got to be great. Now I just want to see like Juwan Howard this year. It's like a tale of two teams last year. And, right. and he inherited, you know, two really good veterans that they were able to get out of the gates because of those veterans, because of Simpson and Teske. And Teske was really good early. Yep. And that's when they did their damage. I just want to see how Juwan Howard is able to do it with a team that, to me, again, isn't quite as experience-laden, if, if you will. Yeah. Um, I'll go through a couple but, but more. They kind of still are. Like, Isaiah Livers is experienced. Um, Austin Davis played good minutes for them at the end of last year. Yeah. Franz Wagner, I think, is going to be one of the top ten players in the Big Ten. I, I, the key I will be Mike Smith. I think the key might huge. be Mike Smith. Him and Eli Brooks playing right. the point, whoever has to. Because right. can Mike Smith run a team when yep. he – he's a scoring point guard. Yes. But can he – From the Ivy. Which which is the total opposite of what Xavier Simpson was. Right. So I think the biggest thing for me is how is Michigan going to run offense when all they did last year was play high pick and roll and let Xavier Simpson you go. just yeah. – got to run. Yeah. And they have some personnel that can do it. 
Yep. They, they've got some guys that can get out and do it. So I guess I, I just I'm interested to see them. The other one I'm worried about is Louisville. Mm. I, I just I don't I don't see the depth at all. And, and Malik Williams is already hurt. He's one of their. He's really the only one who's proven. I mean, they have no starters back. Malik Williams averaged like eight points. We all think David Johnson's going to be terrific, which maybe he will, maybe he won't. He was super inconsistent last year. And, and then the big one, and I've got him as a, a preseason All-American, is Carly Jones coming from Radford, where traditionally I, I did a study this past offseason. Everybody who transfers up a level like that, you can basically cut their numbers in half. And if you do is that, that with Carly, that, that's, that? What, that's what you – Yeah, yeah. Really? Cut them in half. That's the average. The average is they go from averaging 12 points a game to six overall. If you do that with Carlique, he goes from averaging 20 to 10. I think he's going to be better than that. I how, mean, how, I, many, I would, how many outliers of that do you have? Are there, I mean, are there? There weren't that many. There's not I'd have many. to look at it again, but there weren't that many that went off. There were That's only a few. Like, I think there were like, I feel like I looked at 50 guys or 100 guys and like, Five of them averaged more than like 12 points a game. Um, the big one was, um, uh, oh man, the kid who went from, I, I'm going to kill myself for not remembering his name because he's Danny Ainge's nephew. Um, Toulson, Jake Toulson. Oh, yeah. Went from, from Utah Valley to BYU. He mm-hmm. was the most successful, but he played for the same coach. Yeah. He followed Mark Pope. So it wasn't apples to apples. Right. You know, you're in, you're in the same system with the same coach, just at a different level. So it, it's really not fair. I just think Louisville, again, you got four dudes. I love Samuel Williamson. Love him. But, like, don't know what he's going to do. Don't know what David Johnson's going to do. Don't know what Carleek's going to do. And you've got Malik Williams, who's hurt for at least the first month or so. And they've got no other bigs that are proven at all. So I worry about Louisville uh, being like a fringe tournament team, possibly. I don't know. We'll see. NFL football continues on this week, which has a few surprise teams at the top of the standings. And you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. You can also get the NBA Rookie of the Year odds already. LaMelo Ball, the favorite, plus 400. Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, plus 500. Obi Toppin with the Knicks, plus 700. Killian Hayes, plus 800. Aaron Neesmith, Celtics, plus 2,500. No matter how schedules change or players that play, Ben Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every single game this season with the fastest updated odds in the industry. There are always more options to wager on than anywhere else. Head to Ben Online today and take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I I think that's pretty spot on. All right, let's let's go most underrated then. Who are you going with? Texas Tech, I guess. That's, I, that's who I was going to say. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go somebody else. I'll go Rutgers. I'll go Rutgers. I, lo- I like that pick, too. I don't understand why. Rutgers isn't ranked anywhere, right? Uh, I want to say they were 24th or 5th in the were coaches they? poll, I think. And I got them at 15. Yeah. Again, I think Peichel's a hell of a coach. Yeah, a Great I agree. ball coach, right? Mm-hmm. Just like your typical ball coach. Um, Ron Harper Jr., you know, Geo Baker. Um, I think they got enough good guards. That That's they got, my they got take some with junkyard dogs aside right. from those two. Who that's Rutgers. That's it out. Um, yeah, they, they, they do. And, and they I had a top also, 50 player. Ruiz is a big, yeah. a big get for them. Miles Johnson is a good player. Yep. 
He, he's their starting center. He's he's enormous. You know, he 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 protects the rim. He can score on the block. I, I think Rutgers is a great choice. Yeah. I think they're definitely an underrated team going into the year. I, I went Texas Tech partly because the transfer thing is big with them, right? Like with Mac McClum, Jamarius Burton. Yep. Um, you know, they have they have three or four guys that are coming in now. Um, most of them immediately eligible. One, what's the big fella's name from uh, UNLV? Uh, Joel uh, Tomboy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's okay. I don't know right, if he's going to be great. A piece, though, for them. Um, the big one they got was the um, the kid from VCU. They yeah, really S- Santos Silva is yeah. going to have a yep. huge impact. I, and I think some of their returners, too. TJ Holyfield, to me, makes a huge jump this year. Kyler Edwards is a guy that can do it. Yeah. Um, Burns Shannon. I think Terrence yeah. Shannon is going to be. But yeah, TJ terrific. Shannon. Yeah, yep. t- totally. Um, Namari Burnett, highest ranked kid to ever go to Texas Tech. And then you, you factor in Chris Beard, who I think has done a really good job, a phenomenal job of working transfers in yep. and, and making them fit. You know, whether that's you look at last year, you look at the year before, it, it hasn't mattered. He's done a good job with that. So he's, he's building a heck of a program down there. He's, he is doing such a good job. We'll do a segment at some point where we rank if we want somebody starting a program, if we're, if we're an AD and we're hiring somebody tomorrow to run our program, where would you start? And you, you got to include age and everything like that. Like it's somebody that you're going to build with. You, you have to have Chris Beard on your list, in my opinion. Have to. Yeah, I think it would be him, Jay Wright, uh, Mark Few. Yep. I'm biased. So Matt Painter. Yep. Actually, no, that's not even a biased answer. He, no, he, Painter's great. He should Painter, be in the top of that list. He's, yeah, I mean, listen, you'd probably go 10 or 15 deep, but but I think Beard's got to be in your top five. Totally. I agree. Um, I, I agree. I think the, the most interesting thing to watch with this Texas Tech team, though, is Chris Beard and Mac McClung. <laughs> How does yeah. this thing work? Clashing uh, philosophies. Yes. I think it could be good for Mac, though. It, it could be the structure he needs. Yep. Cause all, you know, you see him in high school, he's doing like Vince Carter dunks and it's, I mean, he is. It's amazing. He's, he is not getting 21 inches on the standing vert. Never. Uh, he, he might double that, Rob. He, he, he might. He, he might have a 40 inch vertical jump, but I think structure could be good. It honestly, it could go either way. If we're being real, it, yes. it could totally be one of those things where structure crushes his kind of creativity. Or it could be one of those things where it's like, all right, we we weed out some of the BS shots that you take, and now all of a sudden you're you're a more efficient scorer. I think that the the, the fascinating to watch. <laughs> it, it is going to be, and and I just remember being with Beard after they they lost to Kentucky last year in in um, in Lubbock, and I was with them. We were watching film until like two thirty in the morning. The game was like a the game was over by like I feel like the game was like a four o'clock game. It was over at six thirty. And we were still watching tape till 2 a.m. What, like, did you watch the game nine times or like, how? He stops. Like, the great thing about Beard is like, he gets off on tangents and he'll just tell stories and like, see something in his office and he'll be like, Gribbon, let me tell you about this. And he'll like, <laughs> tell me about like this whole story about like this, like, Merle Haggard record that he's got in his office and just go. So, He's he's a different dude. He's he a different a forty dude. minute game into a six hour film session. It was amazing. Really impressive. I mean, like his daughter came in. You know, he's talking to her because she 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 was leaving. Like it just 
random stuff. His, his, his mind works differently than anybody else's. Yeah. I mean, um, that's how his practices are though. You, you've got, you know, music and yep. it's going from country to hip hop to right. Bruce Springsteen to, and it's not like just playing over the speakers. It is blaring. 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 Like it's like blowing your eardrums out type, like going to shoot around's good. Cause he's, he's good to talk to and he'll give you some good stuff, but man, you might go deaf in, in the hour you're sitting there. It, it is, it's hard. It's really hard. So the, the one thing he was saying is is basically they didn't have a guy who could put it on the floor last year. Yeah. They didn't. Like, Jemias Ramsey, that wasn't him. No, and that's kind of what he had guy. to do. Yeah, he's right. definitely better off the basketball. And no, So, that's... like, McClung, he's got that guy, right? He's got that exactly what he wanted a year ago that Moretti didn't have, that Ramsey didn't have. But, again, can you – can you meet halfway right. with Mac McClung? Can you reel him in a little bit? Can you get him to guard? Or do you just live with the fact that he's not going to really guard, but he's going to exert all this energy on offense and make plays for you? Who, who did Moretti go to? Or what is, which Italian team did he go Do you know? No, Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, that's, unless you're signing in, in Milan or – I think he was older, Rob, and, and he had that – he's from Italy, so he's going to make more money than No, than I, I get it. But, like, Milan is the, the team that you'd yeah. go to. The other one, Italy doesn't – is not a great paying country really? because it's a good place to live. Yeah. Like, Milan's owned by Giorgio Armani. So, like, so you play in Milan and you're going to – I mean, I was there for four months and we did more modeling stuff than we did basketball. We'd lose games really? and they'd, like, give us gift cards to the Armani shop. Like, it was Pretty good. It was it was different, but I'm just kind of surprised. And not that he was ever going to be an NBA player. And you're right, he's Italian. I'm surprised that that he went back to maybe play for a smaller team. I'd be interested to look up to see who he played. He plays yep. for. All right, let's go uh, All American team. I put mine out there already. I'll, I'll run through it quickly and get your take and cool. uh, and and who you got on that I don't. Um, Luca Garza. If you don't have Luca Garza as your national preseason player of the year. To me, you're, you're just looking for attention. Like, yeah. I, I feel like everybody, he's earned it. I had him as my player of the year over, over OB last year. You, you know, you're splitting hairs, obviously. Neither were great defensively. That's what I find comical. Everybody killing Luca, the fact that he wasn't good defensively. OB stunk defensively also. Okay. And, and they were both great offensively. Um, I just felt like, you know what? Luca played against better competition. Night out and night, night in and night out, and that's why I gave him the Player of the Year. That's why he's my preseason Player of the Year. Kate Cunningham, Oklahoma State freshman, do it all guard. Um, Marcus Garrett, as I mentioned, Jared Butler um, from Baylor, and then the toughest decision I had, Rob, was at the point guard spot, and I went with Marcus Zagorowski of Creighton over Io, and. Uh, I did it because I love Zagorowski and I'm also scared of his parents who I know well, they live 20 <laughs> minutes from here. So if I don't have them, I'm afraid his mother's going to come up here and, and, and kick my ass. Go up and, and let yeah. you know how it really is. Yeah. Now, did you pick this based off like by position where you went with the no. center? Or no, I didn't, but I, I want a point guard. Like, yeah. I, okay, I like it. I try to, but no, I, I'm not that. I, I just not, feel like you're not locked. We did it. that 10 years ago. Yeah, right. That's changed. Like, I won't go with five point guards. Right. right. But I'll, I, I can have two point guards on there. I can have one big, whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty similar to you. I went Luca Garza. I went yep. Jared Butler. Yep. Instead of Zigorowski on my first team, I went Io. Okay. I went Io DeSumo. I, I think he's going to have a monster year. Me too. Uh, I think in transition, he is so electric and 
and if you don't keep him to his left hand, man, he gets downhill to that right hand, you Forget are in it. trouble. Um, I want Remy Martin. Okay. I, I went with Remy Martin. I, I think that the question with him is going to be like, can you run a team? Can, totally. can you like yep. play for people that are not Remy Martin? <laughs> well, that's the key. That, which, that is, is, which is easier said than yes. done, right? Like that's, that's, he can really score the ball. But he and doesn't I, need. Arizona State's going to be really interesting to me this year. I, I think that this can be a year that really propels Bobby Hurley to, to kind of take that next step. And then I want Corey Kispert. Wow. I, I think that he's a guy that, and, and I always reward winning. I always no. reward guys that win. So I think, you know, he was playing well at the end of last year. I think he can, he's a guy that's capable of shooting like 44, 45% from three. I'm interested to see if Mark Few plays him at the four some this year. If they go small and he kind of gets to play at the four opposed to just the three. Yep. I, yep. I, I just, I think that he could have a big year. So I, those are, that's my first team. And then second team, I want Cade Cunningham, Marcus Zagorowski. I want Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Marcus Garrett, your boy, yep. and then Garrison Brooks from North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's tough. I mean, like I have like James Booknight from from UConn. I think he's going to have a huge, huge year, huge because he has to. You know, Trace Jackson Davis, he could have been there. Yeah, again, going to have a big, big year. We know that. Trendon Watford, Jalen Crutcher, I love. I, yeah, I love him from, from Dayton. I think he's terrific. I had Jeremiah Robinson Earl third team, Remy Martin third team. Uh, I went with another freshman. I only have two freshmen. I think on on all these. Brandon Boston, Kentucky. That's my other guy. I I think he'll be Kentucky's best player, I guess. But Olivier Saar should be their most productive guy because he's he's been at Wake Forest for a few years. He's kind of that veteran. I I saw him last year play in the Big Ten AC Challenge. He's good, man. Olivier Saar can play. Yep. He he protects the rim at at a high high level. He's got some post moves. He can kind of put it on the floor. He, he's that was such a big gift for Cal. Oh, I mean, you talk, they they struck out on Matt Harms, and I think people yep. at, in Lexington were ready to like riot. But that, to me, Olivier Saar is a better get than Matt Harms. Like that, you talk about yeah. upgrading. Yeah, I would just, agree. I think that Matt is okay, but I think that Olivier Saar makes it to where with all these freshmen now, you can talk about them making the Final Four. Whereas before, I don't think you could have. No, I, I I think honestly, I would have put them without Olivier Saar in the area where I put Louisville right now. Like honestly, I think I think you could have put them as like a, you know, again just because of of how young they would have been in a year in which they didn't have a summer, so to speak. Yeah, and they don't have a big without him that has any experience. I mean, their, their most experienced guy coming back is Keon Brooks, who averaged like. Nothing. I mean, barely plays. He's your only player who, right. who plays. Average like two points a game, but he's right. So, games, so I just, guys are. I could have seen them not being an NCAA tournament team without without Olivia Sar. I know that sounds crazy, but um, but again, you, I, you think I'm hard on Wisconsin, man? Kentucky fans, there they don't like, like me, that. but but it's because <laughs> I just say it the way it is. Like I moved them from 25 to 10. Or I think, I think ten, 10 is a fair ten's a fair spot for them right now. Yeah, I think so. Some people have them, you know, top five. I don't. I don't know how you can have anybody other than than one, two, three of some order of Baylor, Villanova, Gonzaga. Yeah, like however you want to do it, and probably have to have Iowa four. You know, I feel like it's 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 tough to probably have anybody else. Maybe if you want to go Kansas because yeah. of all their success, you could do that. But um, other than that. 
you know, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to read it on here, but I got a, a good long text from Bruce Pearl because I um, took a few shots at the self-imposing of, of Auburn. I, I, I'll read it after I get off here, but. Uh, Wait, he texted you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked with Bruce for a couple of years doing Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, you know, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm not reading it. I'm not, you're not getting me to read it just like I was not getting you to tell that, that story. I know. Um, anyway, all right. Well, hopefully, listen, maybe we can even pull off if I go to Mohegan Sun or even if I don't, maybe we'll pull off a second, uh, you know, post Thanksgiving. Uh, podcast this week, uh, after a couple games, we're going to be itching to talk about something. You're going to be bored at home. I know. Well, actually, no, I'm not. I've, I've got two games Wednesday. I've got, I think, what a do game you got? Friday. I see. I've got Michigan Bowling Green, which is okay. kind of sneaking out of not Bowling yeah. Green can win the Mac. They're yep. favorite. They're picked to win the Mac. Um, so you talked about kind of the, I, th- I don't, I wouldn't say Michigan's an inexperienced team, but they are definitely a team that has not played a lot of basketball together. Um, and then I've got Indiana, Tennessee tech. Okay. Okay. And then what do you got later in the week? Uh, good question. T- TBA, but I think a game Friday. And then, uh, I, I did find out, I think I'm doing Iowa, Iowa state. So that's good. Oh, know. that's good. That's good. You should see if you can, um, get good old, I'll, I'll hook it up for you. You get like George Niang to come on to the broadcast to pop okay. on. That'd be good. George can, I was, he can talk. He'll, he'll, he'll trash talk. He'll do whatever it takes. Trust me. He'll, he'll, he'll it's going to be interesting. I'm, I got to set up my kit tomorrow. I'm, I've got like the basics here. I've got this desk that I'm sitting at and like I've got headsets and I have do no have, idea. Do you have like multiple screens? I've got, a, I've got a monitor right here. I've got an iPad. I've got yeah. a laptop they sent me. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'll, you I'll, set, when it gets set up, well, I'll flip my computer and, and yeah, you guys show me kind of your whole your whole setup yeah, there. It's, it's It'll be, be fun. It's gonna be interesting. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we'll talk. I'm sure later in the week. If we don't talk before, happy Thanksgiving. I might be celebrating at Mohegan Sun playing blackjack. And if I do, nice. listen. If I play blackjack, it's gonna be like this, Rob. So nobody knows who I am. It's gonna be this with gloves, the mask. Are they, are they gonna COVID test you at Mohegan Sun? So I've already, yeah. So I already took one. I took one already negative. Um, and then when you get there Tuesday morning, I'll have to take another one and stay in my room until I get the test back. So I'm going to show up early Tuesday morning. Um, and, uh, this blackjack thing is, 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 I'm torn, man. I'm torn. Yeah. That could be a bad look if you like test positive. But what if I have gloves, mask? The whole gamut. I please, mean, please go down there in like a doctor's scrub outfit. I may, I may put the shield and, and the mask. <laughs> I just, I gotta all, scope all it out. Play, all play blackjack, whatever it takes. I gotta scope this thing out and just That's make fun. sure, make sure it's safe. I don't want to put anybody at risk, but I, 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 it's hard for me to walk through a casino and not, not play. I'll I tell you, you that much. I Maybe I gotta go in the back door. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. We'll all right. talk. Have a good and, Thanksgiving. Um,